0: Solid domestic waste, our last lecture for apes. Normally, if we're in class, we make a big deal of it, but you're at home in your pajamas, so I guess you can celebrate that way. Solid domestic waste is anything that you throw away. So anything that you're putting in the trash can that you're putting out at the side of your road. It includes a mixture of paper, your packaging, textiles. We're hoping not old paint because that's considered hazardous waste that has to go somewhere separate, Um, Old batteries and electronic waste are also considered hazardous because of the metals that are in them, and those are supposed to be recycled or sent to a hazardous waste site to be collected. Um, We're collecting the SDW, the solid domestic waste, from homes and from businesses, and it makes up about 5% of the total waste in the United States. The rest of the waste is going to be food waste. It's going to be from manufacturing, um, from industry. We have more solid domestic waste in the United States, about 3.5 kilograms per capita per day, as opposed to Europe, which is about 1.4. They're a little better at the whole circular economy that we're going to talk about in a minute. And as always, LEDCs are going to have less waste than MEDCs. It's not that they're more environmentally conscious, they just have less stuff to throw away. Um, They have less disposable income, so they're not replacing their goods as often as we are, where we can just go out and buy something new instead of trying to reuse it, where we can go out and buy the disposable fashion um, where every you know week you get a new dress or you get a new clothes or every dance instead of re-wearing that same dress that you wore last time or borrowing from a person down the street you're going out and buying a new one. Our types of solid domestic waste biodegradable is anything that you can put in the ground and it's going to disappear essentially. Recyclable is stuff that can have a second life if we put it into the, the recyclable bin if it is actually cleaned and remade into something else. Um, We is electronic waste and electronic equipment. We used to ship all of this to China. China has now put a ban on accepting all of this because it's not great for the environment. It's not great for their workers. It's not great for their people. And so now we're having a hard time trying to figure out what to do with all of this leftover electronics. Hazardous waste is anything that can kill you essentially. Um, Any of our heavy metals, our paints, our chemicals, those have to be disposed of properly, and it's a very expensive process to get rid of hazardous waste. Toxic obviously goes back into that hazardous, things that's going to kill you. Medical is the needles, the syringes, the drugs. If they cut a piece of your body off, that becomes medical hazardous waste. Inert is concrete and construction work, and then mixed is plastic toys, because your plastic toys are gonna have a textile, they're gonna have a battery, they're gonna have plastics. So it's harder to recycle or reuse, or even dispose of these things properly. The idea of a circular economy is that things are gonna have multiple lives. In the United States, many of our products are linear, so we're gonna take it, we're gonna use it, and then we're gonna throw it away. Um, So we're gonna find the raw materials, let's take, we're gonna make a product, and then we're gonna dump it when it's no longer useful to us. A circular model aims to take it, make it, use it, and then take that back and reuse those materials in a new and novel way. And if we can do this two or three times, then it's obviously better For the environment, we're gonna eliminate or reduce toxic waste. We're gonna eradicate waste through careful design. We're gonna have renewable energy and be restorative to the environment. The company that makes the product is in charge of ensuring that it gets a second life. And so, if you have a company that you buy your milk carton from, it is that company's job and responsibility to make sure that that milk carton turns into something else. And so you have ownership on the industrial level for the products that they're producing. It's not on the consumer to ensure that things are reused. It's 100% on the company. So if you look at this uh, graph here, we're going to dispose of something at the very end of that product's life. Before we dispose of it, we're going to use it in multiple ways. We're going to recycle it. We're going to remanufacture it. We're going to redistribute it and we're gonna have a product life extension so that everything that you have has three or four lives. The idea here is to minimize our waste. And so the first thing that you can do to minimize your waste is reduce. Maintain possessions so that they last longer. Don't think that you always need that new iPhone because your old iPhone still works. And if you are gonna get the new iPhone, find someone who needs a phone and have them use your old iPhone that iPhone gets multiple lives. Change your quality of your shopping habits. So buy quality. Don't you know buy all your clothes at Old Navy or at Forever Twenty One, where three wears and they fall apart. Spend the money. Buy something that's going to last you for a long time, so that you have something for years. Buy in bulk to reduce packaging. So if you go to Sprouts and you get out of the bends, you don't have the extra cardboard that that comes in. You don't have the extra plastic bag. Choose things that are energy efficient and buy things that are made of recycled materials. And then this bottom one here, avoid imported items. The idea in avoiding imported items is that you don't have the emissions for transportation, that you don't have the excess packaging that has to be produced in order to ship that item over here. Once we have reduced as much as we can, now we want to reuse. All of your food waste can be composted to help your garden grow. You can use your old clothes for cleaning rags or in times of toilet paper shortage, cut up that t-shirt. There you go. Uh, don't buy movies or CDs. Instead use Netflix or another streaming device and then read eBooks instead of books print on paper that you're only going to read once. And then last but not least, recycle. The stuff that we are going to throw away gets taken to landfills. We take the waste out to a suitable site and we bury it. These suitable sites can't be near urban areas because no one wants to smell that. And they can't be near waterways or aquifers because you don't want any of the chemicals leaching into the groundwater because it'll ruin our groundwater for further drinking. These landfills are going to be lined with plastic and clay to prevent any liquids from seeping down into whatever aquifers are there. And then they're lined with pipes because as the bacteria break things down, they produce methane. And we can harvest that methane to be used as fuel. As I said earlier, all of your trash trucks that are driving around are fueled off of the methane that's produced in the landfills. Once we close a landfill, once we've added as much trash as we can to it, we're going to put soil over the top and we can then turn that into a park, or if you think Sam Willen Hills High School, that's an old landfill. Some countries are gonna use incinerators, so they're gonna burn their waste at high temperatures. The incinerators are really expensive to build, but once you build them, if you have waste that's not gonna give off toxic gases, you can use the heat from burning the waste to boil water, to create steam, to turn a turbine, to generate electricity. And then anaerobic digestion. So anything that's biodegradable, you can put into a tank, add bacteria, have it break down, and then we can create biofuels out of it. Um, We can harvest the methane and produce other fuels. That's it. That's the end of all lectures. Guys, note that within this PowerPoint, there is a lot of hyperlinked videos. I highly recommend that you watch all of those hyperlinked videos. Remember, I hyperlink them in because there's something that you're gonna gain out of watching that video. If you go back to the landfill slide, there's a whole like five minutes on how they build landfills. I didn't go into that in the PowerPoint slide because it's in the movie. You're gonna need to know that information. All right, get your study guide done, stay on task, Don't stop learning. The tests are still happening. Have a great day.